With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is a presentation of the Pro Wrestling Report, TV and radio. Informative, entertaining, and real since 1998. along with Matthew Thomas, the man they call me dead. Matthew, summer right around the corner. Is it getting hot in here? Do you feel it starting to warm up? Do you feel the smell, the sweet southern smell coming through your nostrils? Uh, yes, I can I can feel it gradually starting to uh, to warm up. I can feel the humidity starting to gradually increase. And, uh, Is it you know, festering? The, the whole, uh... Do you feel a festering heat? <laughs> it's, it's a festering heat. You know, the children are, uh, are out of school and uh, and people are wearing their short pants, and uh, it's, it's starting to become uh, become uh, quite quite warm. Fair enough. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it's looking a lot like Christmas, but it's not. It's looking a lot like June second, nineteen ninety second. Uh, Matthew Thomas. Do you have a, we, you have uh, a good a good uh, Memorial Day? I did. Uh, you know, last week, obviously you know, was only part of it, you know, you know, going through our main event that we had on Nitro last week, the one-year anniversary of the, you know, appearance of Scott Hall. Uh, we're a year removed and a week removed. And um, the NWO chugging along. We've got a new tag team coming out in the NWO. And tonight, while we break down Nitro, we may be talking about one of the biggest upsets in WCW Monday Nitro history. This team's going places, Matthew. You ready to talk Nitro? I am. Let's go. The show opens up with the aforementioned Scott Hall and his little buddy Six in the ring. And they're talking about how, you know what, remember I beat up Ric Flair? Yeah, you remember we beat up Roddy Piper, those relics that belong in the the tar pits? Yeah, we beat those guys up. Here comes J.J. Dillon saying, I think I heard you just verbally agree to a contract right on the microphone. Is that how contracts work now, Matthew? I mean, can you be uh, yes. signed to a deal verbally like that? Yes, uh, that's the latest and greatest in uh, contracts is uh, it's the, the oral contract. He says four million, four million people are here watching, and Hall just talked himself into a verbal contract. I, I, I don't understand that. So, And, I mean, let's put some, a little logic into this. If he was 30,000 miles off the ground and in the air, it's only a two-hour show. I mean, if he's still flying there, and we're already ten minutes into the show. When did the match happen? It's a very good point. Okay, and oh, Flair man. came up before the match. 
Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, help man. me. Help you me suspend have... reality for just a little bit. Help me. This You're is just hoping I mean, there you know what? Avi aren't the aviation experts in, a, in the audience. <laughs> it's one thing when you tell me that he hasn't arrived at the building yet. That's cool. That means maybe he's just down at the bar. Maybe yeah. he's, you know, at, at the, you know, uh, park and ride, you know, getting into his car. Maybe he's already, you know, what's the worst it's going to take him? You know, 10 minutes to get to the building? He's not at the building yet? He's 30,000 feet in the air. How long does it take <laughs> to get down from 30,000 feet? Oh, that's Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, that's a very, very solid point. It's a tough one to swallow. My beloved WCW, uh, yeah, I can't buy you on this one. But you know what? Hey, we're going to have a match tonight because he got off of his plane and got to the building in an hour. <laughs> Come on, man. I just talked to Ric Flair. He's 30,000 feet in the air. He put down his mint julep, and he's on his way. What? Come on. Opening match, Alex Wright taking on the, the way they booked this to us. A returning glacier. Returning glacier was gone. What two weeks? Couple a weeks, returning yeah. glacier. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if he didn't show up last week, that makes it two weeks. And it's a returning glacier, returning from Nitro from two weeks ago, taking on the Alex Wright and uh, Glacier. Continues on, he wins in a very quick match. Glacier uh, was really, he really had the crowd, the cryonic kick out of nowhere for the quick win. And uh, James Vandenberg comes down to the aisle as Glacier celebrates, and then he walks to the ring with Glacier's helmet. Here comes Mortis hopping out of the crowd, and so does Wrath, but Glacier sees both of them. Now, Glacier ducks a double clothesline, takes both men down with a double clothesline of his own, sends Wrath to the floor, and then Mortis out with a cryonic kick. Glacier bailed. If he's such a badass, why didn't Glacier stay in the ring? I understand it's two on one. Prove your metal. Yeah, probably because he doesn't have his special his special helmet. I will tell you the highlight of this though is I do like the heel Alex Wright. I, I really like heel Alex Wright with his dance moves and this is this is growing on me. So the the biggest takeaway to come out of this and Glacier, man, I just his whole build-up, his whole initial couple months, and then you've got this – his first feud is with this this stable that really doesn't feel like it belongs on the main roster. Like Glacier and then this crew that he's feuding with feel like they're their own thing, that they can never really be reintroduced to the rest of the roster. Like they just have to be segmented into their own little program. They feel you know, very strange and – Video game like, which I know that's what they're going with with the Sub Zero deal, blah blah blah. Uh, but it just—it feels like when you're watching this, it just belongs in its own little corner, and it can never. So that's—I mean, I did enjoy watching Glacier now. It's right because it was removing Glacier from, you know, this little few deal until we got it eventually at the, at the end of the match. But uh, maybe Alex Wright's going to join the group because he kind of palled along with them. I mean, wouldn't that be—that would be comedic goal right there. You've got this. Oh my God! If you can get Glacier team. out on the beach. That would be great. <laughs> oh man! Or if you can get the rest of that stable, day. if you can get if you can get Adam Bomb and and all those other guys out on the beach, wouldn't that be? And wouldn't that be? If only awesome? there was a some sort of body of water that you could dunk these guys <laughs> into. 
that would get them to come back as different characters. Now that would be oh, something. Would it? <laughs> that would be something. Hugh Morris taking on Prince Iakea. Or maybe he's not. Because as Hugh Morris is coming out, he's laughing. He's got his good music, his you know, track seven of the public domain music that he comes out to. <laughs> uh, quick attack by Conan as he drills him to the ground and stomps him quickly bails to the back. Uh, you could hear him get popped in the back of the head. Did you hear that, Sud? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty noticeable. Yeah, this match is um, was nothing. Ikea uh, beat Morris with a roll-up in about uh, almost a minute. Um, yeah. During this whole match, which was nothing, all they talked about is the Nitro in Vegas. Now, uh, there is a big superstar, Matthew, and uh, he's going to be debuting June 30th in Vegas, a former champion of some sorts. Any word, any scuttlebutt, any, uh, you know, what's your word on the street say as far as who it's going to be? Uh, so far, uh, I've been calling the hotlines, but I don't have anything. Uh, 1-900-909-9900. I don't have anything definitive. So, uh, yeah, I, I have really nothing new to report, unfortunately. No, we'll have to keep our ears and eyes, you know, uh, glued to the uh, situation, ears to the ground, eyes to the ground, and, you know, eyes to the, the dirt sheets, if you will. And uh, I think it would be absolutely perfect if this guy debuted and it was somebody that you knew. That's just me saying it out loud. Conan comes back out on the ramp and taunts Morris as he groggily tries to recover. Now, Mean Gene is in the aisle with J.J. Dillon, and they talk about Flair and Hall. Dillon says that Hall didn't want to explain to Nash why the belts were on his desk, so he took the match. So, wait, Scott Hall... Coward to J.J. Dillon? Because that's how it comes off. It's got Hall Coward to J.J. Dillon? Of, of course. Of course he did. Okay. Uh, assessing the tag team situation, it's if the Steiners win tonight, uh, they will be the number one contenders for the belts. Um, that brings out Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat says there's uh, no way meant to you know, be diminished. That's what Dillon says. But uh, Harlem Heat not having it, and they will prove that they are the number one contenders for the tag team championships. Uh, lots of good build, lots of heavy steam going into page DDP2. Um, this one's – it was the main event at the last pay-per-view. I don't see why it wouldn't be the main event again. Yeah. Matthew, this match, this feud, it's hot. Again, the best thing they're doing with WCW – the best thing WCW is doing right now, and I really did enjoy this package, um, you know, basically the, the build-up of DDP, you know, talking about how he didn't win his first 100-and-some-odd matches or 70-some-odd matches, whatever it was. Like, this is – this is they're doing a really, really solid job with this. Absolutely. Now, this match coming up here uh, for the Steiner Brothers is Masahiro Chona and the Great Muda, two brand-new members of the NWO Japan version uh, with the uh, NWO B-team music playing. It's Chono and Muda, and they take on the Steiner Brothers. Steiner Brothers win this, and they actually become the number one champ or number one contenders. Not going to happen. Here comes the Harlem Heat. Chair shot. Your winners, Muda and Chono. Your thoughts? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I, I just, again, I think the NWO stretch way too thin. And this whole, you know, B team of the NWO now, you're giving them their own little tag team. I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, we're seeing more of him than we've seen. I mean, because he hasn't consistently been on TV. So now that you're pairing him with Muda, I mean, at least 
maybe we we see him a decent bit, but I, I don't know. Again, it's just NWO is stretched so so thin at this point, and when you've got people that yeah, it's just it's just not what it was initially was XWWF guys coming in making an impact, and it, it felt real, it felt special, and then when you've you know diluted it out, when you've got you know promos in the back with Scott Norton, it's just it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as important. Now, as the Harlem Heat are walking to the back, interfering in that match, here comes Mean Gene and JJ Dillon because. Uh, J.J. couldn't say anything to without me, Gene, there. But uh tell you what, there were some extenuating circumstances. They're going to review the match, and if Heat wants to be in the running, they better win their match up tonight. Uh, sensational Sherry, Sister Sherry, if you will, screaming at the top of her lungs at Mean Gene Oakland like she owes him a steak dinner or something. I have no idea. Um, so we talked about her just a few moments ago, the beginning of the hour. Well, it was the top of hour number two. It's Ric Flair. He's here. So 45 to 50 minutes later, after talking to a man 30,000 feet in the air, he jumped out of the plane, parachuted down on top of the building, slid down, said hi to Sting on his way down, and here's Ric Flair. You know, Ric Flair has been in a plane crash before. Mm-hmm. Well, Ric Flair says uh, he wants to know why the NWO doesn't leave well enough alone. He doesn't know if he can beat Hall, but he wants to find out tonight now Big man, the one mistake you made is Nash isn't here, and I know that, and you don't. So I'm going to stomp a pothole in Hall's toothpick-chewing white <gasps> honky ass. <gasps> Ric Flair, how could you? There's people listening to this show. Your thoughts on Ric Flair <laughs> paratrooping down to be at a mansion time? Uh, it's it's a Ric Flair promo. It's going to be excellent as always. The crowd was very hot. Overall, and they were certainly hot for Flair, so I thought it was an excellent promo. And you know, it felt like a pretty big match seeing these two guys. I mean, this is they made this it is a big Rick match. Flair. Absolutely, yeah. This this is Ric Flair wrestling Razor Ramon. You know, and you know what they did was uh, they said even though he's NWO, don't take this guy lightly. It was said four or five times. This is Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. He's got to be one of the top ten guys in the world right now, and he's a member of the tag team champions, and he's in the Wolfpack NWO. They they sold Scott Hall to everybody that this is a legit guy that can go through somebody. Yep. Um, speaking of the NWO going thin, uh, some of the guys that just realized for the first run maybe aren't NWO guys, Mr. Wall Street. So if you can realize that Mr. Wall Street shouldn't be in the NWO, don't you have about four or five more members that shouldn't be there? Yeah. I don't get yep. that. Yeah, that's and now he's even in he's even he's even in worse shape because he's the guy in between and it's just he's on on an island by himself and it's it's a it's a shame. Comes out with an anti WCW T shirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's just it it, it amazes me. Jeff Jarrett with interference in the match, uh, still winning the match though. Dean Malenko, the United States champion. Mean Gene in the ring with Jarrett and Deborah. There is a there is an odd dynamic going on here. Jeff Jarrett talks to Deborah like that's his woman, and he kind of punks yeah. her on a daily basis. That's not even his wife. Here comes her husband down, and he punks her too. Whose whose woman is this, and why can they talk to her like that? I don't and, get it. And it's not a major part of the storyline too. Like you know, you would think that 
it would be a bigger deal in storyline context. This guy's parading around with this woman's, this man's wife, but right. it's not. And it's one of those things that's been going on for, you know, for forever, Months. and we really haven't had much of a, yeah, much of a, much of a payoff there. Um, one other thing that did kind of catch my attention was pretty funny. Jared calls Malenko a non-charismatic, boring block of ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the ice man. Yeah. Um, I thought it was hilarious. And Malenko, uh, he lived up to the name. I'll wrestle you next week, and I'll prove to everybody I'm the man. Thanks, Dean. You really sold it to us <laughs> with passion. Uh, and then Mongo comes in afterwards out of nowhere. Hey, that's my woman. I'll tell you what, Kevin Green, I'm going to beat you, boy. One, let's go. It makes no damn sense. No. Let's talk about, quite possibly, the biggest upset in WCW history. These guys are going places. Damien and Sequel Pay defeating Harlem Heat. Matthew, did you see it coming? And what's coming next for this up-and-coming Lucha Libre tag team? Oh, man, big things. This should, this should put them right in the run-in for a uh... – for a tag team title shot. They need to talk to Jose Jose Dillon and ask for their <laughs> title shot. Because that's what J.J. stands for to them guys. It's oh, Jose absolutely. Jose Dillon mm-hmm. or Julio Jose Dillon. You are correct. The match obviously uh, went their way due to interference from the Steiners. But, uh, dude, uh, am I wrong? Or did Damien – you know, we goof on Kevin Sullivan on a daily basis. You got Ric Flair who will drop from 30,000 feet – into a building to wrestle a match, you know, with all the commitment and cut of amazing promos. Yeah, Kevin Sullivan, who's walking around in his bathrobe in the back, like he just got done painting the side of a barn. And then you got Damien. Poor Tony Schiavone had to sell this. Look at that great splash. Damien fell off the top rope. There was no acceleration. His knees never bent to get the splash and the pinfall. <laughs> Dude, he looks like a guy that's above. 14 to 15 years well past when he should have stopped. <laughs> but this young makes it all the coming, more, makes it all the more fun. Yeah, this young up and coming tag team is going to be the future of WCW. Let's talk about this big match that we had, and we had a good match. Boy, this crowd was into this. Scott Hall, Ric Flair, um, the referee let it go as long as he could, as he should, let it go as long as he could, and then by the time Six got in and hit him with the belt. That was it. And, you know, th- this was a classic match. I mean, where, you know, it seems like the face is going up against, you know, some serious odds. He's beating those odds, beating those odds, and he's beating back the two-on-one, the non-and-over, the bad guys, the heels, the two-on-one. Decide, you know what, we're done playing these games. Let's just go dirty and forget about the match and just beat them. I really liked the way this match went, and I thought that it was uh, – the crowd was into it. I didn't like that they're telling me that Ric Flair has returned over and over. I know he's a 13-time world champion. It's enough already. Yeah. 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 No, it was. I, I thought they did a good job of making a, a main event feel special. Of course, we had the finish like we had, and uh, that's typically going to be par for the course when we see the NWO involved in something. It's going to be really hard to get a clean finish. Where were the horsemen? Yeah. Exactly. Because exactly. Michael. In, in, Jarrett and Benoit were all in the building. But here's the thing. Is Flair even a horseman at this point? You see McMichael, you see McMichael and you see Jarrett running around together, but you hardly see ever see them with Flair now. So what's going on there? And Flair's we know Benoit's a horseman because there was a number four on his leg. Yeah. And and the thing of it is too, 
they're that's right. And the thing of it is too, they're building up this dynamic between Flair and Piper. It, the whole thing is so convoluted. Oh, WCW. WCW, WCW. Uh, the main event segment tonight was uh, the Macho Man. Mean Gene was pissed. I think I heard her say, I heard him say GD it. Gee, damn it. <laughs> Let me go. Uh, Gene was pissed. <laughs> yeah. And then, then anytime he wanted to get away from Macho, he's looking at Elizabeth like, talk to your man. I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he said he was going to go ahead his law firm, Dewey Cheatman, or Dewey Cheatman <laughs> How. And uh, boy, you know there was yep. a joke there, and I blew it. <laughs> boy, did That's I okay. blow that joke! So That's yeah, okay, that um, happens sometimes. Savage, yeah, Savage snaps, slugs Dylan down, hops up and hammers away at him. Eric Bischoff comes out and pulls Savage off. Doug Dillinger, the head of security, and the rest of the security force out. Uh, you know, Savage. Uh, even hitting Bischoff. Eric screams at him to stop, and Savage is finally kept under control. Now, Eric tells him to think about the money. Savage farts. Oh, excuse me. Um, my notes had a typo there. Savage starts freaking out as the crowd continues to chant for DDP. Um, Eric tells Dylan and Paige to snap into Savage. Dylan is helped from the ring, and Savage stalks around in the ring, and they fade out. This was a hot, hot, hot finish. Matthew they can do so much right, and they can yeah. do so much wrong. There, I can't recall a A-plus show from WCW. I can recall A-plus segments, but yeah. not an A-plus show. When are they going to put it together? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, tonight tonight felt like a better effort than we've seen as of late. I mean, we actually – you know, we had a full a full show again this week, but it, it's, it, it's just – And no so much – Yep, and no, and no Hogan. There's, no Nash. There's just there's so much out there that it, that they can do right. And I mean, you look at the roster; it's a star-studded roster, but they just continue to. There needs to be more cohesive flow from week to week. You just you still have the problem with the mid card where you're not seeing these guys on a weekly basis, so you can't get familiar with them, and that's why. Events um, on a weekly basis. Yeah, uh, there yeah. seems to be the NWO in segments and sections. Uh-huh. There's days when it might be Hogan, Nash, and Hall. I mean, tonight we had Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton come out, and they're a team now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, it it's just it feels very. And then and then when you do have the NWO, you get you get just inundated with them. We had multiple NWO segments tonight, but very few of them felt important. I mean, you had the segment with. Uh, with Paul out there that felt important, but it's just it's very, very little. And again, we're seeing more and more we're seeing NWO split up, you know, more when was the last time we had everybody in the ring? When was the last time we had, you know, Hogan, Hall and Nash in the ring? It's just you're right. getting it in waves and it just feels very, very weird. I mean, this is Nitro, this is your main show. You you gotta make this stuff feel important. And I just I wonder if it's the fact that they built the NWO up so big, there's so many people in the NWO that the only way to make it look like WCW has a chance is to actually split them up into these smaller teams. That's a great point. The way to make WCW look like they have a chance is to split them up in smaller teams because if they really were together, all together, one family, there's no chance. You feed them one at a time, and that's it. It's done. Over. Finite. Okay, well, that's WCW. We're working our way to the Great American Bash. 
Um, Matthew, we got a lot of good matches coming up as well. I'd love to see where this is going, especially with technically the tag team championships are going to be on the line. I mean, it's going to be Flair and Piper, who Piper's filming his next action movie. I mean, I, I guess whatever. The only action those guys are getting as well. We're out of time. <laughs> For Matthew Thomas, I'm the man they call me to. Thanks for stopping by and checking out Reaction for WCW Nitro, June 2nd, 1997. We'll see you next week. So long, everyone. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.